Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the final installment of the TK Review, the Knockout Review, brought to you by the Comics Pals. You have your co-hosts in the blue corner? Red corner? I think I was a red corner. Red corner. <laughs> K.O. Ward! Round five. Here we go. You think you can you man enough to take it? Let's go. I'm not. <laughs> it's why I'm on the floor. That's right. There's a <laughs> lot of blood over here. That's why it's red. <laughs> <laughs> and in the blue corner, myself, Marco. We are, as mentioned, from the Comics Pals doing a review of TKO, TKO Studios' newest series of, well, newest wave of books, Wave 2, including Sentient, Pound for Pound, The Banks, uh, and Eve Extinction, which you can go back and listen to all of those episodes. They are all out reviews of each of those uh, series individually. So for those of you who have been looking to either jump on TKO in general or those books in particular for the respective artists and creators. Um, definitely check us out and let us know what you, uh, what you guys think. If you guys have read it, if you have any thoughts on the episodes and what we sort of thought about the books themselves, you, you can reach out via email, thecomicspals at gmail.com, social, send us those DMs, uh, at thecomicspals, wherever your social media is sold, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, not on Snapchat yet or TikTok and yet. yet yeah well we'll see um and keep an eye for our book clubs we do a monthly book club where we tackle any kind of graphic novel comic book series do a review of it and uh stay tuned for our weekly shows they drop every monday uh on soundcloud spotify itunes wherever you can find a podcast we are probably there if not come yell at me because i'm the person who helps to set those up and yeah so for this final installment of the tk review series we're going to be talking about all the books uh not individually but as a as a collective, what they sort of I guess represent for TKO, um, what we think it might be happening for the publisher moving forward, and just our experience one about uh, receiving the books from from the lovely people at TKO, and um, yeah, I mean, Kale, where do you where do you sort of want to start? I I was gonna comment on the books themselves. Um, I know one of the first things that we we had we had mentioned when we when we got them was we liked that they were oversized. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's start there. I really uh, really appreciated the oversized nature of the book because it's not mm-hmm. they are big, but they're not like who's a guy that does um, cartoonist kayfabe and um, X Men Grand Design and, and Ed Pisker. Okay, yeah. They're not. They're not great big sort of magazine format, so they're not un- unbearably huge, you know. Mm-hmm. But they are big enough so that you can really take everything in and just like drink it all in. I think it was very it's it's more advantageous for the art, um, yeah. and I especially noticed that in something like Sentient or Pound for Pound, um, where that oversized format, you know, you can really focus on some of the bigger, more impactful scenes. Yeah. It, it, it honestly it reminds me of like a like a hardcover of like any old hardcover but in paperback format like it's a little bit it's a, it's that little bit bigger you can see just a little bit more of the detail uh, and yeah I, I just I liked it the the page quality was really good too like the, overall the production was just there for for the for the books the you know listen hey I'm getting older 
and uh, my eyesight's starting to go. <laughs> the reason the reason I bring that up is these letters were because of the the oversized nature of the book yeah. were real easy to read, mm. and uh, like it didn't hurt my eyes. I didn't have to hold it two inches from my face, <laughs> and I I gotta tell you, really appreciated that. <laughs> what in the dag nabbit does this say yeah well, you can read it yeah and i think this wave was in contrast to the first wave i know i know you haven't read the the, the first wave of the the tko books but i think the these had maybe a bit more of a uh sci-fi aspect some of the 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 for example uh obviously sentient Hmm. space opera set on an abandoned spaceship yeah eve of extinction to to some extent you know it being like not necessarily sci-fi but within the vein of like the thriller aspect of it so yeah sort of zombie horror to an extent Mm -hmm. the banks was you know a a crime story that there's a good mix of those in in the tko i guess repertoire oeuvre and uh and uh pound for pound just being you know like that action-packed movie which i think uh a lot of uh which i mean shit it brings it pound for pound man it's just back to back like action <laughs> so well and we said in the review like it has sort of a grindhouse b, yes. b film feel to it yeah and and, and contrasted to the the first way which included the fearsome dr fang sarah goodnight paradise and, and the seven deadly sins so um, a mix of like more some historical stuff the fearsome dr fang being a crime story set in like the uh, the 40s 50s sort of era so it was kind of a as i recall and as you said i haven't read it so correct me if i'm wrong it it looks like it has sort of a an indiana jones kind of uh, mm-hmm. pulpy feel to it yes very much so very much so that's one of the reasons i i, I personally love that one sarah being a war story good paradise another sort of crime crime mix there uh and seven deadly sins being more of a western before we before we move on speaking about you know the everything else how do you how do you feel have you read all of wave one i've read the fearsome dr fang and sarah uh i haven't finished goodnight paradise or the seven deadly sins how do you feel wave two sort of holds up against wave one I guess quality wise, is there one you think you like better? I think I think overall I had maybe a stronger opinion about the first wave, in that when I started the books I was more excited for them. Huh. Okay. Wave two I was equally excited, but well, reading the stories I, I maybe I wasn't drawn in as much, and mm-hmm. I I don't know if that's necessarily quality, but I think it's the maybe the stories weren't necessarily up my alley like mm. I, the, the the sci-fi a- aspect of sentient 100 percent, but maybe the uh, pound for pound or uh the banks mm. not necessarily something maybe that you know i immediately go looking for but all but all the same it was good stuff so for these books uh before we Actually, you mentioned it in the Eve of Extinction review, but you had a question for me, and I'm forgetting what it was. Oh, do you think of these books as in in a certain order? So for me, when I think of these releases, I think of 
Sentient as Volume 1, The Banks as Volume 2, Pound for Pound as Volume 3, and Eve of Extinction as Volume 4. There's no real reason for that. I was just curious as to whether or not you think of them that way and what order you do. I want to. I, I would. I want to be clear. These are very separate books. Yes, they're not. Uh, they're not related at all. I. I do think that. I. I, I wouldn't agree necessarily that I maybe sort of see them as like one, then volume two, then volume three. I do think that Sentient was maybe a headliner. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I, I. I do think that the promotion was bigger around that one, uh, as well as the banks. Yeah. So I think there was maybe uh, similar to like Sarah being what I felt was what was being pushed for Wave One and Fearsome Doctor Fang mm. or, or Goodnight Paradise maybe. Um, yeah, Jeff Jeff Lemire, Gabriel Walta, Roxanne Gay, and and Ming Doyle. Those are all big, big names. names. Yeah, yeah. So so I do think that they had their headliner books, and then they had their like uh, the the that that extended catalog. I feel like that's sort of how the they were approached. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Do you see potential? So for the next wave, we, we haven't gotten confirmation, or at least I haven't seen anything for a wave three, but do you think it'll be, if there is a, a wave three, do you think it'll be a mix of returning series? So I know we, we mentioned that, you know, Sentient obviously feels like it'll come back. Uh, Even Extinction, we thought, there's definitely room there um for it to return oh i would say i would <laughs> i would flip those comparisons actually i think i think sentient there's room for them to come back but eve of extinction like they're they've got to come back to resolve some things yeah yeah what i would like to see them do i think is maybe man that's that's tough I, because what what i feel like i'm here for are the original stories but I don't like like you know one one story told in in a book. So, so you mean like wave three would be just another set of four brand new creations? Yes, yes, got it. But like I, I also feel like that is a bit of a disservice to something like Eve of Extinction, where there's pretty clearly some some more that should be told. So I feel like if there if there is more, how do you how do you balance that with pushing out more stuff, you know, more unrelated stuff that isn't sequels? I see. Yeah, they're, they're going to definitely have to find sort of a, a balance between, hey, these are people who have returned and are coming back for other stuff, and these are people we're still trying to bring onto the fold, and then here's a kind of like a mix of, of both, where we're we're trying to bring people back for the second volumes of books that would have continuations but still attempt to evangelize them to tko studios yeah yeah and that's i think that's sort of my worry given the trends for smaller publishers well yes in the macro but mostly just regarding tko sort of what they've done so far you know they've put they've put out two waves of eight completely different stories how are they gonna how are they going to do the sequels if they are? Mm. And then how are they going to just put out new content as well? Right, right. Finding that balance. Yeah. Because at, at the moment, they're only doing four, bu- four books at a time for 
in in each release window yeah about so was that i think that comes out to maybe i guess just for a year yeah right i don't i don't remember when Um, wave one came out 2018 2017 i think it was 2018 at the at the at the very end of it but so i did want to get into one the distribution Mm. because they do offer the first issue for free so you can go on the website you can read any one of the first issues of this for free um and then they offer two i guess two packages essentially right one is all the issues collected in a box Mm. Or the trade versions, which Kale and I got. Do they also do it digitally? Um, they also do okay. digitally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but they do it in a, in a way that is all the stories at once. Right. So they don't they don't drop issues, you know, month to month, week to week. Uh, and I think and that's something we've been seeing more often recently on the main show. Um, I don't know if it'll be timely for this episode, but on the main show we recently had Tyler Chin Tanner of a wave blue world who is doing something similar trying to sort of play with the distribution the way that the books are distributed where they have the stories completed uh similar to what tk would do but rather than um release them all at once they'll release them in a bulk of about two months so they'll do week over week issue one through x so be it five or six and then at the end like image does collect the trade interesting what do you uh, how do you feel about the distribution for for tko as it stands i love it period full stop i think it services every facet of the market as it is and how it needs to be serviced for me i think being able to buy the full story both as a trade satisfies me who's a trade waiter but also having the issues gives you that real comic book feel if that's what you care about yeah and and if you haven't seen it the the individual issues come in this very nice like sleeve um so for those of you who are interested you can definitely check it out on online it's like a collector's item kind of thing how do you feel the smaller comics market is gonna go with floppies Public publishers like TKO and 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 Away Blue World. Do you think there's room for them to put out floppies, or is that just sort of a, a waste of resources and money? I I frankly think that, uh, and, and this is a contentious point that we get into a lot on on the show. But I I think that for smaller publishers, it doesn't make sense to produce floppies. I think to provide the option is smart. Because there are people who like that and like the format, but I don't think that it's sustainable for smaller publishers to to, to produce comics that way. Um, the The promotion window gets extended. People forget about the books. You hit delays, and you're already a small publisher who doesn't have a name, and not having that consistency of release is damaging. Like the, the, there's so many things and elements that affect the overall success of a publisher that being that doing something new with a distribution platform maybe not going via diamond finding alternatives is i think the one of the only ways for them to one be viable Mm. but two to find to really find success and uh, that's how you're going to create a niche within a niche like like they, they need to have that first really plant their roots and grow out from there um and and i think 
the distribution is one way to to get ahead of a lot of headaches. Um, Kelly, you weren't on you weren't on that episode with, with Tyler, but he did mention that you know for a wave blue world, what they do is they provide advances for when you produce provide material. So while you aren't giving a monthly in like a monthly comic and then getting a paycheck or like a page rate or anything, you are delivering finished work. You get paid for that, inclusive of a, a, any sort of advance. Um, it's sort of more like like a book, like a book publisher. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I think for original content, I think that's fairly common. Mm, mm. That was I. I have been offered that contract, and I I haven't been put out in any major publisher. Okay, but 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 I but I do think that that is the future to some extent uh until the overall industry optimizes its production cycle and its distribution mm. outside of that it's up to smaller places to to find new inventive ways to, to shake up the system yeah i i i agree i i think the the floppy market has been flooded and and i mean almost ruined by the big two and i i think mm. uh for 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 publishers like TKO and A Wave Blue World and 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 others, it's just it's it's a it's a losing game, right, right. And 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 I know that there are people who say like floppies are are like promo material for for the for the series. That's dumb. Um, <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> I, I I disagree with it, and and one of the one of the things that we, you said in the Eve of Extinction, um, uh, in, in the Eve of Extinction review was that you know this felt like a a, a a complete chapter one, but can you imagine if you got a complete chapter one of the Eve of Extinction story? Would you then continue it? You have to really rely on the on writing for the comic versus writing for the story. Yeah, uh, and I think that it's definitely doable. It's not anything that somebody should try to avoid. It's how it's how but, it's been done for years, right? Yeah, it's how it's always been done. But uh, I don't think it needs to be. And I think that we're we're shifting to where it's similar to the European market, where like it's just going to be books. Yeah, it's going to be similar to, to books, like full collected graphic novels. Um, makes sense and it's where we've seen the biggest category growth as well uh, especially in the last year so it's sustainable for for the artists as well yeah for the creators overall you, we work your ass off on a on a big book instead of working your ass off on like five individual big books or smaller books but to all come out in a month <laughs> right exactly like why why put yourself under the strain if there's an alternative it's not fashionable yet, but it's an alternative and, and something that's more feasible. Yeah, yeah. Production cycle. I mean, that was that's that that was like the biggest thing for me was it's the, the way that they distribute their content. Um, I really like their their presence overall. The company, uh, especially on Twitter, they're really funny. They do a lot of these like uh, support support comics and these fun tweets. So I'll, I'll retweet them every once in a while. And I don't know. Overall, it's like it's it's a really solid publisher, and I, I like the content that's been coming out of it. Yeah, I I agree. I think I think the future is bright for TKO. I think for me, my my concern is as as I've stated, I I wonder how they'll balance 
uh, pushing more original content versus sequels to what they've already published and how they're going to find that balance and and the the releases for those given the model that they've seen Mm. Uh, one more question uh that i have do you think that so uh, so obviously they got a bunch of big creators for this first release Mm. the second one as well just the second one uh, as well like uh uh, again, we uh, was it Ro- uh, Roxanne Gay, uh, Jeff Lemire, Gabriel Walter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to remember Garth Ennis, Steve Epting. Like, oh yeah, yeah. there's just like th- there. There's so many names. Joshua Disart. Um, do you think in the subsequent waves they're going to have the same sort of talent? Like, do do you think that that uh, TKO is one can position itself as a place similar to image where people kind of just come in and do the kind of work that they want to do or is this going to be more of tko being selective and and reaching out to the people to sort of create stuff do how how do you how do you sort of see them moving forward from an, an artistic perspective uh i guess a little bit of both okay i i you know granted i i don't know how their process works at all but sure I would imagine that they can't just, you know, put out a call for uh, artists and, and, you know, creators in general. Uh, but I think I think by being kind of selective and, and picking bigger names but also sort of smaller names, they can sort of balance the, the – the, financial aspect of of those creators mm-hmm. by you know having bigger names and smaller names at the same time i guess i don't necessarily i don't think they'll be the next image where you can just pitch something and do whatever you want mm-hmm. necessarily but i do feel like they probably are the type of place that if you get the call they they will talk to you about your idea sure sure and and i guess they've started to build up enough in my opinion clout to where if you get the call you pick up and go oh yeah yeah, i'm down maybe i i hope so um i think any any creator worth their their salt would uh would for sure Mm -hmm. if you've got a story i think uh i think tko is a great place to tell it yeah yeah agreed especially considering the the plethora of work and the variety of the work yeah yeah that was my last question do you have anything else on that i don't think so i mean the 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 real hook is the for for the company i think is the the dist excuse me the distribu the distribution method and the level of talent yes and yeah, yeah, yeah you know other than that like what's not to like at this point like mm-hmm. you know they haven't released enough that i think I don't think they're necessarily mainstream by any means. Yeah, 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 I agree. And I I don't even know if they have any sort of real percentage in the market. I haven't checked. I yeah, you would know better than I would. But but you know, they they've positioned themselves in a in a really with a really good model that I think for now is genuinely sustainable. Yeah. And I I think uh I think I I think they have a bright 
genuinely, I think they have a bright future ahead. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I really, I really, really hope that, you know, from here, it's just continued success because this is a listeners may, may know I'm, I'm very much down to disrupt the industry in any, in any sort of way. And so, you know, these kind of, these kind of companies are, are definitely my calling. Mm. Um, so I really, really hope, you know, all the best, uh, full steam ahead and we'll see what happens. I mean, shit, if this is the kind of thing that the industry needs and really injects like ideas into people about how to better distribute comics and to really share the, that, that storytelling wealth, Mm. I'm for it. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. With that, this has been our TKO review of TKO Studios itself, the Knockout Review Show. Uh, As mentioned, please go check out the rest of our reviews. Again, we did touch upon all of Wave 2, so that is Eve of Extinction, Sentient, Pound for Pound, The Banks, the full list, and uh, stay tuned because maybe we'll do Wave 1, a a retrospective on Wave 1. We'll see. We'll see how grumpy Kill is. I mean, about TKO, I I could be convinced. I could be convinced. <laughs> For you guys out there, stay tuned again at the Comics Pals uh, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Send us those DMs if you have any questions. Uh, on YouTube for our main show, uh, bo- oof, I was about to say bookly month clubs. Monthly book clubs. <laughs> monthly book clubs of some of your favorite graphic novels this past december has been all watchmen so go check that out and and uh please go check out our, our watchmen reviews it's been a lot of fun to do uh we had a lot of opinions on uh these nine episodes of the hbo watchmen tv show so go check that out really good discussion there and we are having a wrap-up review similar to this conversation not about any company or organization necessarily, but about the Watchmen brand with respect to the original story, the TV show and doomsday clock. Sort of looking past, looking at the two uh, perspectives of uh, what would technically be sequels and um, send us an email. Let us know your thoughts, any kind of question, any questions about TKO, uh, any thoughts about, you know, the reviews, anything at all, please send us an email, the comics pals at gmail.com. And with that, Until next time, friends. Mm